Welcome to the disclaimer. The following podcast may contain material of a mature nature. All views expressed in this show are those of the podcasters and not of their sponsors or employers. Enjoy the show. Ah, yes. Welcome to Bad Parenting Podcast, Episode 3. My name is Justin. I'm Jody, And we're here to click this off. So, I think this is a very apropos song for the last week, week and a half. What do you say? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Considering the uh, teenager-like traits that Ezra has begun exhibiting, I think this is uh, quite fitting. Yeah, and you know, the sad thing is, he's only nine. Nine years old, he's already starting to do this whole teenage angsty thing, and it's really starting to get under my nerves. Angst mixed with girls. Oh, oh, and, and the the conflict with other boys over girls. Yes, that's yes. wonderful too. What was this chick's name again? Um, oh, oh, I lost it. I had it in my head. Marsha. 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 Yeah, yep. that was the best part. I was like, really, dude? Of all. <laughs> yeah, I so. still think the worst part is that she seems to be not just feeding off of it, but instigating most of it. And both boys are playing into her hands like Like butter. putty. Like putty, yep. Warm, melted butter on a hot summer sidewalk. Yep. Yeah, so that's awesome. And uh, just a, a note of apology for anybody listening. I do, I am recovering from this awful, awful cold flu thing. So I apologize for the, uh, you know, stuffed upness. Yeah, and I, on the other hand, am not recovering from anything except for life at this point. It's been one of those weeks. Yeah, it's been a little rough. I mean, I ended up taking, I had Monday off from work, and yep. then I ended up taking Thursday and Friday off. And see, that was a real pisser. Monday, we both took it off, uh-huh. and it so- seemed like it was going to be just like a really, a really awesome. awesome week. Yeah. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, the rest of the week decided to try to start shitting on us, so yep. that was cool. Yep, I did um, have a good week at work. Uh, I mean, the two days I was there, so that was good. You know, I was having a good time at work, too, up until the point of this morning when I walked in and we ended up having, you know, three racks of servers offline and everything that could have possibly gone wrong and failed. All all this planning and work and everything we've got going into this place to say, okay, look, if these boxes go down, we are going to get annoyed with the amount of notifications we get. Uh Everything failed. (laughs) So needless to say, it was a it was a great way to start off the day and it just kind of got better from there. Yep, yep. Well, um, on Thursday, I didn't know I was going to take the day off for work. I actually went to work like I was going to, dropped the kids off at daycare, got about half to three quarters of the way there and realized that I couldn't make it. Like, I could not make it through the day. I could barely drive. And that's just sitting there doing nothing. So I, I came back home and I was like, I should I should go get the kids from daycare. And then I'm like, but I shouldn't. They're already there. They're already happy. I'm being paid for this day off. I might as well just sit at home and relax, you know, recuperate like I needed to do. So it brought up the uh, age old question of when sick from work, do you take the kids to daycare or not? <laughs> well, you know, in my opinion, um, the yes and no. The, the sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Now, if you do it once in a while because you're just feeling like absolute ass and the option's there and you can afford it, go for it. Yeah. But if it's something you do all the time over the littlest of things, like right. I get the sniffles <laughs> and then you take it, no, you know. At some point, you've got to nut up a little bit and take care of your kids. Yeah. So. Well, and generally, and like today, I, I'm sorry. Let me let me preface that with saying, not saying I, I'm not saying that you weren't nutting up or anything no. like that. You know, it's just one of those things that 
I I don't see it as a I was thing, really but. sick. I mean, I was really truly sick, and I think I'm. I mean, what I needed was to go home, take some Nyquil, and sleep, and that's what I did. Now, if that hadn't been what I did, then you know I wouldn't have an excuse. Nothing is better than taking the Nyquil train to Comaville. Oh yeah, and I did for the almost the entire day. I mean, I had a really hard time getting to sleep initially, but once I was there, it was just like I couldn't come out of it. And then uh, today. Uh, I kept them instead of taking them to daycare. I, I had thought maybe I'd take them to uh, to their daycare for a little bit, but I decided not to. I'm kind of glad I didn't. Yeah, I think they enjoyed having the time at home. Yeah. So that was good. And then I wasn't sick, so I went to work and you know almost would have rather been homesick because it was just one of those days. But back to Ezra and his <laughs> angstiness. Boy, has this been a week. Yeah. So we had the possible fight that was going to happen on Tuesday. Yep. Luckily, we knew the kid that was going to quote unquote fight him or that he was trying to fight or whatever. Yeah. And you know, the breaking news was on Thursday. He tried to tried tried theoretically to start something again. Who did? The, Jackson. Uh, the, the, the other, other kid. other kid. Nice. Oh, well, you know, shit happens. Ezra didn't. The, nothing happened. Apparently. So let's start at the beginning. Other kid. And Ezra like the same girl. The same girl who is saying that she doesn't like either one of them. Yet neither one of them will actually admit to the fact that they really kind of like him. Or at least Ezra does a little bit, but the other kid will not fess up that he likes her at all. Right. And so the other kid is like, I'm going to fight you for the girl. I don't know where he's come up with this idea. I don't, I honestly don't know if it wasn't Ezra that came up with the idea and he's pushing them blame on Jackson. I don't know. Ezra comes up with wacky ideas sometimes, especially when it comes to, you know, like that sort of thing. Uh, so they didn't have an opportunity to fight last Friday, which is when Ezra was initially told they were going to be fighting. Then uh, on Monday night, they didn't have school on Monday. So Monday night, I called this other kid's mom because I happened to know her. And like, just so you know, there's something brewing. And she's like, oh, is it over Marsha? I'm like, who's Marsha? <laughs> I'm really well informed. And uh, they figure it all. Uh, we figured it all out. Who was, you know, who was attracted to who and who was claiming they weren't attracted Mind to Mind you, these kids are all in fourth grade. I was going to say, fourth freaking grade. I was, I'm, I, I'm having big, a really hard time with that. <laughs> the biggest crush that I had in fourth grade was on my teacher. <laughs> I thought she was hot stuff. I had a I had a crush on a guy in fourth grade. Um, so much so that I think I frightened him. Um, <laughs> so you went straight stalker mode on him. Huh? Oh yeah, nice. Oh, yeah, like I I mean I don't don't remember everything, but I do remember I used to write his name in like on like papers and everything and put his last name as my last name holy shit i'm yeah so then that that begs the question what kind of paperwork existed with my last name before we actually got together (laughs) um just don't ask Lindsay anything (laughs) oh so baker knows something huh nice i'll have to yeah i'm friends with her on facebook i've known her for quite some time i'll have to talk to her sometime um but I did the obsessive thing. So, I mean, I, I, I get where this girl is coming from to a certain extent, but I think they're all taking it way too far. Um, yeah. The fight on Tuesday got kiboshed by both me and the other kid's mom or 
guardian. And then, uh, I guess on Thursday, uh, this other kid ran up right at the end of recess and was like, Hey, when are we going to do this fight? And Ezra was like, I don't want to fight you. And I question what actually happened because yeah. I, I, after he was done explaining what had happened, I'm like, well, why didn't you just walk toward the teacher? Like I told you to do. He's like, I was I'm like, no, you were talking and negotiating. And so, yeah, I, I truly believe that Ezra is either going to be a lawyer. Well, I, I hope he's going to be a lawyer because <laughs> if, he, if he doesn't put these debating skills to some sort of good, then it was all for nothing. It was all for not. Yes. That that kid. I mean, he'll argue. He'll argue over a dog turd in the middle of the street just because somebody else told him it's not a dog turd, and even though it it is. But or I should say, he'll tell somebody else it's not a dog turd just to prove them wrong, even if they're right, because it actually is a dog turd. <laughs> just because he wants to prove that he can out argue or out smart or out whatever. Yep. And it's equally frustrating and also kind of impressive all at the same time. Yep. Pretty much. Yep. So it's been an, an interesting week here at the Albrecht household. Was it was it was it Monday when the whole almost caught the house on fire incident happened? Or, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it was Monday. Yeah, so Monday was you know, I, Jody gets Martin Luther King Day off by default at her work. I don't, but I had vacation time racked up, so I decided to take the day off so we could all spend the time together as a family. It was a pretty chill day most of the day. I thought had a good time. We're all sitting there. Was it? I think this was all after dinner, wasn't it? Oh yeah, I mean it was pretty late in the evening. It was late in the evening. I think we did dinner really early on Monday because we were home and everything. Yep, yep. So we're sitting there watching TV. Everybody's nice, kind of relaxed on, you know, in the living room. We're watching TV, just hanging out. And we have these individual space heaters in every room. Um, they're both a blessing and a curse. I love them because it gives us great control over individual zones. We don't have to heat the entire house. I can keep different rooms at different temperatures. But at the same time, anybody that's had those in-wall cadet heaters knows they're also a pain in the ass, especially when you have little kids. Yep. As it turns out, the little grates were just big enough for puzzle pieces to go into. Trent thought that little this... Little wooden pu- puzzle yeah, pieces. Wooden, yeah, let's, let's, let's make sure we put that out there. There were wooden puzzle pieces, mind you. So Trent decided that like a you know coin into a slot machine, it would be pr- kind of cool to stuff one in there. And I, who knows how long this thing was in there, because what I ended up determining was eventually, it, at some point, it had gone from sitting in the slot to it had fallen down and wedged in the fan, so the fan wasn't actually blowing the heat off the uh, the electrical unit that actually creates the heat. And so, it, it, luckily, it's got a it's got a temperature switch, a kill switch in there, so if it overheats, it shuts off and whatnot, but not before it smolders the wooden puzzle piece a little bit and also you know burns off any dust that was in there yeah, but and creates a little bit of smoke. The best and, part was our first warning sign of all of this. Yeah, We're well, sitting I'm getting there. TV. I'm getting there. So, so we have also have some pretty nifty fire alarms here at this house. They're on a network, so they're all connected to each other, and I guess they all like to talk to each other. So if one goes off, eventually they all go off blessing and a curse there because nice thing is, is because if you're on the from. well no if you're if you're on the i had it narrowed down pretty quick just because i heard the first one go off yeah. but the problem I, with those though is that you know they're great because let's say i'm up here on the second floor i'm doing what we're doing right now like recording something right. where i'm not actually hearing other things going on if something were to happen when the kids rooms and it went off it's going to trigger the alarms up here we're going to hear it we can go take care of it cool on the flip side of that if you're not paying attention and one of the alarms goes off and they all start beeping, you don't know which one actually initiated the the alarm. So then you're trying to figure out, okay, which part of my house is possibly on fire and or is on fire right now? 
So, Jody, you went busting ass upstairs. Yep. Because you shot down the hall. I yep. figured I'll go upstairs and check the upstairs. Yep. And then poor Tempe was just freaking fraud. out. Oh, my God. She was she was fraught. So I ended up narrowing it down to be in Trent's room. So I went in there, immediately killed the um, power to the heater, got it turned off, felt the grate, felt that it was hot, no, and, and smelt some, some smoldering smell. But there was no active smoke. Checked the wall. There was nothing in the wall itself. So I went out and grabbed my tools and pulled the grate apart and found the puzzle piece. And what had happened is it went in, slipped underneath, wedged the, wedged the uh, fan so the fan was no longer spinning and actually yeah. blowing heat across or air across the heater and... It overheated. So I put a, a box fan we had on it to cool everything off so I could actually touch it because I burnt the shit on my hands getting the grate off because I wanted to – whatever was in there, I wanted to get it out before it actually did yeah. catch fire and catch the wall on fire and, and all sorts of not fun stuff. So we got that all taken care of, and that got the blood pressure pumping that night. And that was awesome. And – it's just been a strange week. I'm not sure if the full moon is out or what's going on. But I honestly don't know, but it seems like little weird things like that have been happening yeah, all week. Uh, and then, I mean, not to harp on Ezra too much, but he's been extra. I mean, just about everything. The homework thing, mm-hmm. the the dishes thing. The I mean, he's just basically taken every responsibility he has and, and dropped it. Um, so that's been really weird. Yeah, it has been. Not, and- not like him. Yeah, and then a buddy of mine that I work with, I'm, I'm checking out Facebook one day, and all of a sudden he goes, yeah, he posts something along the lines of, I lost my cool, I normally am a pretty level-headed person, but when you knock my kid over and <laughs> shove her down, just simply because, and mind yeah. you, this is like a two-and-a-half, three-year-old kid, about the same age as Trent, yep. he's like, but when you knock my kid down because she almost knocked over your latte when you're at a, a play area, yep. I, 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 I kind of lose my shit, and he went like <laughs> ape shit on this chick, and I, I, I couldn't believe that, I mean... The audacity to sit there and, and not just put your hands on somebody else's child, number one, but number two, knock them to the ground because you left your latte out in a group where of kids children. play. Yeah. I mean, I could understand this if you were in a fancy restaurant and he was letting her go buck wild. But if you go to a play area yep. where there are children playing and it's got a play structure and it's full of toddlers, if you don't think that these little shitheads are going to be running around knocking shit down, it's the same, you're retarded. It's the same feeling I get when people go to those play areas and they ask the kids to be quiet. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So, yeah, and I, I, I kind of joked with them a little bit on Facebook. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're lucky. And it was lucky it wasn't me because I probably would have ended up in jail if somebody put their hands on my child. <laughs> <clears throat> and then his wife, who actually wasn't with him when it happened, she got on there and started posting too. She's like, yeah. It was a good thing I wasn't there because I'd be in jail too. I would have laid my hands on her, and you know, that that was the one saving grace I think is that Zach's smart enough. That of all things, if you're going to get in a fight as a guy, don't get in a fight with a woman because it just looks bad from all angles, yeah, no matter what. But going I, on. my, I mean, I, I, I always do the put yourself in the other person's shoes kind of thing. And my thing is, as this other lady, you know, protecting her coffee or whatnot, you got to think of it from a safety perspective. She, she did need to protect the child from spilling coffee on themselves. I, I, I'm going to stop you right but, there. The lady, uh-huh. stupid fucking bitch that she is, you don't bring scalding hot liquids around toddlers. I, I agree. Period. I agree. Or if saying. you do, you hold on to said scalding hot liquid. So if something happens, you can scald it and burn yourself, not the child. Yes. I completely That's agree. Straight up. So she had no um, zero What I was about rights. to say, though, is that there's there are ways to keep that from happening without pushing a child down yeah like don't bring the coffee to the place yeah that too it's kind of like the people that sue mcdonald's over burning their crotch over Uh, scalding hot coffee have you seen that though i don't care 
No, I don't. No, no, sorry. I don't care. It, I, see, I'm here's where natural selection kicks in for me. If you're dumb enough, I don't. I don't care what temperature it is. If it's anything warmer than what my nuts normally sit at, I am not going to stick it between my legs for fear of it dumping onto my crotch and causing me great pain down there. Period. It's now granted it may have been third degree burns. It may have made it piping hot so that it stayed hot longer for the customer. That may be bad. Okay. Still, it's putting a burning liquid or burning substance of some sort between your legs next to your you know very tender bits and pieces retard <laughs> sorry but that's just natural selection at that point if it happened to weld you shut as a female or burn it off as a male you deserve what you got because it's not a place where it's just i have a hard enough time keeping my balls you know not covered up in the summertime when it's hot because i'm sitting in nut soup all the time let alone putting something extra piping hot down there that might actually burn me that's just my thought. I mean, really. I, I, I kind of agree with you, I guess. We can't protect the idiots all the time. Because if you... Okay, you and I talked about this before. That Louis C.K. bit, he did this yeah. on that comedy special. <laughs> about, you know, he's he's got this... And I actually really like what he said. And I'm going to start using it. It's this um, um, absolutely or obviously maybe thinking process. That you think about something and obviously you're going to do this. But maybe this should happen, too. And what he brought up was a peanut allergy or okay. a nut allergy. Obviously, we're going to protect somebody with a nut allergy from coming into contact with nuts. But maybe if touching a peanut is going to kill you, you deserve to die. <laughs> and then his next point was that point is that if we all just kind of turn our heads for about a year and, and did nothing about it, the problem would solve itself because these people with nut allergies would end up killing themselves yeah, off. Yeah, you say that. And until... then they wouldn't actually, they would no longer pass that. Right. And that I, bad gene down, and, and then it would go away. And I completely agree with that. Nature's and been so doing do it for you. millions of years. Until Tempe develops a peanut allergy, and she, if she touches it, she'll die. And then you're no, going to be in a I totally different frame of mind. No, and I, I, I don't deny that. That's my point. I don't deny that. But We at the all same, can say shit like that until it's happening to us. I agree. But, you know, my, my kid's strong like a bull, so it's okay. They're not <laughs> yeah. Allergies are not something we've had to deal with. No, no. At, at the very most, we've had sniffles and then her inability to take medicine. But otherwise, yeah. we're good. And the... But... The, yeah. But so she, e- even outside of allergies, I've never been the type of person to... If my kids are going to do something stupid, I'll warn them once or twice. And then it's like, well, you know, go ahead. Let's see what happens. And when they come to me screaming, yelling, hooting, and hollering because they smash their foot with something, it's like, yeah, it fucking hurts, doesn't it? You gonna do that again? The no. Olive can. <coughs> she, drop it has on she my dropped toe. one ever since then? <laughs> no. No. We told her how many times to stay out of the cupboard with the canned goods. Yeah. And she finally kept getting in there, and we we're like, "Don't do it! Don't do it! You're gonna hurt yourself." And one she day, dropped she dropped it right on her toe. Drop a full can of olives right on her toe lost her fucking mind which i don't blame her no it that, hurt that i hurt. mean it swelled up like crazy yeah and, toenail fell off the whole night well it got all purple okay but. i thought it fell off too yeah. okay but she hasn't done it ever since then in fact she has a little mantra whenever she's carrying canned goods now she walks around and she's got a death grip on it and she goes don't drop it on my toe don't drop it on my toe and she keeps reminding herself <laughs> as she's walking not to drop it on her toe pain is a great motivator, me- motivator yeah. and method of teaching you hurt yourself once, you're probably not going to do it again unless you are an idiot. Then at that point, natural selection should kick in and just let you wipe yourself off the face of this earth. <laughs> it's it's just the way that it goes. And, you know, if we had more people that were 
willing to let their kids a experience life and learn the hard way sometimes we'd have less beavers in this fucking world i, I read an article about uh about uh what it was the title was something like don't help my child on the playground or something like that yeah like the reason i'm standing here on the bed or sitting here on the bench 15 feet away is because i want them to actually experience life and learn and if they can't make it up the monkey bars then they won't be on the monkey bars today like yeah there, there's a natural learning process and and too many people are are just kind of like shortcutting that like teaching their kids to do something that they or helping their kids do something that they shouldn't rightfully be able to do at that level and therefore preventing them from learning how to do it themselves yes or b uh preventing them from learning that if they overextend themselves they will hurt themselves and uh i thought it was a really great article i don't i that's all i remember about it but uh it was really good well, of these two instances I'm about ready to bring up here, I only remember one of them. But when I was younger, um, back in the you know the heyday of the '80s, uh-huh. you know the, the the shoulder pads and all the fun <laughs> stuff that went along with it, and those <clears throat> you remember those metal slides they used to have when we were kids, oh, right? Yeah, <clears throat> the ones that if you sat on them on a hot summer day and, and, and you had shorts and you weren't paying attention, yeah, yeah, you you were sitting there barbecuing like uh-huh. a nice piece of chicken uh-huh. on a grill, yeah. I was a girl. I wore skirts. Yeah, I was probably about three, four years old. Maybe, I don't know, maybe a little bit younger than that. But I went to a playground. My mom, I wanted to go down the slide. I was like, I, you know, let my mom know, hey, I want to go down the slide, doing that normal kid thing. So she's like, okay, cool. So she walks me up to the top of the slide, figuring I'm going to help him out, get him up there. She puts me up top. She's like, now don't move, don't move. She gets back down. She goes around to the front of the slide, looks up at the top of the slide. I'm not there. Nowhere to be seen. She and I'm obviously not down at her feet because she's down there and I'm not. So now she's trying to figure out where the hell I'm at. Then she looks over and she sees me laying on the ground next to the slide, and it was probably eight, ten feet in the air. Uh-huh. Um, she didn't see what happened. Somebody came over and told her that I basically fell off and landed square on my ass, <laughs> knocked the wind out of me. So I was doing the whole gasping thing when I was on the ground there. Of course, you know how my mom is. She freaked the fuck out first. Like, oh my god, are you okay? Are you okay? What the fuck did you do that for? Are you okay? That whole thing where she's like going back and forth and being oh, the sweet, really loving imagine. mother to, oh my god, you're an idiot. Back to the sweet, loving mom again, my poor baby. And I, I didn't have to go to the hospital. I didn't break anything. But I can also guarantee you, I never fucked around the top of a slide again because that shit hurt. Yeah. Just like the day that I was playing army outside, <laughs> and. I got scared because soldiers were chasing me. Mind you, I'm outside by myself in the middle of BFE, Kansas. Mm-hmm. There's not even a fucking cow around. We were so far out in the middle of nowhere. And I was pretending that I was playing army and I was in war and the soldiers were chasing me. So I got scared. So I closed my eyes as I was running for the front door. <laughs> Trip over something, fall down, bash my face into the stairs and, and hurt my and put a big old knot in the top of my head. You know, made, made a whole bunch of noise. Once again, scared the crap out of my mom. I don't run with my eyes closed anymore. I, if I'm running or walking somewhere, I make sure I look where the fuck I'm going. So, I, you know, I, now I'm always the, the hands-off kind of parent. No. I mean, there are certain situations where I'll just simply say, look, you can't, you can't do that, and I will make you stop doing that. But there's other ones where it's like, you know what? This is going to teach them good. Yeah. And I'm for it. I mean, I don't, I don't intervene a whole lot if I know it's just going to be a minor thing or, you know, but... Trent especially has put himself in situations that I know it would be a trip to the hospital or yeah. stitches or things like that. Stuff I, like that's fine. I don't let that happen. <laughs> and then there's those moments you have as a parent where you weren't even trying to hurt the kid or <clears throat> you were you were just playing with them. You didn't want you know, it shouldn't they shouldn't have hurt themselves. And oh, they yeah. do. And you feel like an absolute schmuck. 
granted, this this one didn't happen to me, but my dad chased Ezra around <laughs> the house at one time, I and know. Ezra went booking out the front door and caught the side of his eye, on the up eyebrow part on that uh, screen door latch, and yep. laid it right open and had to get four stitches. Oh, your my, dad was just like a week. He oh. was—he just felt a heel for like a week. He I, felt he so bad. He walked around like a sad puppy, like just like I did a bad thing. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll never ever eat your shoes again. And, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't blame him for it. He didn't tell Ezra to go run out the front door. Ezra decided to make that decision on his own, and yeah. just happened to be at the right height to just thwink. Yeah, <laughs> open the nose of the eye. So, um, why does Ezra always under his face? Have you watched him at all? I mean, he's... I'm just saying. Like, I normally that kid, would be the first thing you protect. I love the kid to death. He's smart as hell, but his common sense factor <laughs> is not quite there yet. I'm, I'm working on it. I, mean, we're, I should say we're working on it, but it's he's lacking in that department right but now. But didn't he... Did, he lashed open his chin once, too, well, on the bathtub. That's what happens when you dance in a slippery clawfoot tub. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna. You're gonna go down. You're gonna catch. Hell, my sister did that on uh, that, yeah, that same yeah. tub, and only she wasn't dancing. She was just trying to get I out. I fell in that clutch. tub once too. Yeah. So I mean, everybody slipped in that damn tub. It was a slippery ass tub. It just was. the way it was. So. But yeah, he he kind of lacks in the common sense department from time to time, and it's just one of those things. It's like, hmm. So, do you know anybody that's pregnant right now? Do I know? I know somebody who just got done squatting one out. Okay. Uh, I have a, a lady at my work that is very pregnant. Yeah. Like, uh, I think she's due... Uh, See, the, the, it's March. possible that I do know people who are pregnant, and but I don't, don't dare <laughs> ask that fucking question. <laughs> well, luckily, she's talked about it a lot, so I don't have to ask. I just... That does help, yes. Um, but she's she's very pregnant and always worried about, like, what... And it's her first, so always worried about, am I allowed to do this? Oh, can I have a cup of coffee? Oh, you know... I'm eating tuna fish salad. Is that okay? You know, stuff like that. And she knows that I've got several kids. So she's always asking me all these quick little things. And uh, I was kind of wondering if you, because she asked me, like, what's, everybody keeps saying I should relax and this and that and the other thing, but I just want the baby out, you know, and all this. I'm like, I was the exact same way with my first. And I wish I could go back in time and be like, no, it's much easier this way. Get as much sleep as you can kind of thing. Um, What was, what is one thing that you would, say to somebody who's about to have their first child that's not necessarily a product that they need but something that they that they need to have now are you are you so you're talking about i'm talking to a pregnant person or just somebody in general doesn't matter if it's if it's male or female it could be male or female just whoever's expecting a child yeah what they need yeah caffeine (laughs) lots and lots of caffeine yeah no um there isn't there. I take the viewpoint of there really is no good way to prepare somebody for child rearing. There's no good way <laughs> because everybody's experience is different. Everybody's every kid is different. Anybody who's got multiple kids knows this. You can have one kid who is just the easiest child in the world to do temperance and Trent, for example, <laughs> medicine. Trent would OD so hard, which may, fe- makes me fearful for his teenage years. That kid's going to have to stay away from, you know, various <laughs> items. Otherwise, he's going to be hooked. Whereas Temperance, I don't think I'm ever going to have to worry about it because she uh, fucking hates it. Yeah. Um. So there, I, I don't know that there's any. Wasn't it Trent that we that we rubbed the whiskey on his gums and he liked it? No. Oh, no. 
you got a beer bottle and it had uh, a couple of drips yeah, in it and he, he wanted got, to play he, with it? He got a he got a hold of a beer bottle of mine, still had a couple drops in it. And he liked and it. He he downed it before I got a chance to get over there and he asked me for more. Yep. So yeah. yeah, basically if Trent can ingest it, he thinks it's golden. Anyway, go but, ahead. So no, I don't <laughs> I, I I've I've given parenting, or not parenting, I've given advice or tips or things I thought might be helpful to somebody who's already had their kid and is asking, like, oh my God, I can't get him to sleep. What the fuck do I yeah. do? I want to bash him upside the wall, you know, their head up against the wall, stuff like that. But there is nothing that can prep you for childbirth, child rearing, child, any of it. There's, It's just, it's not possible. I don't think anyways. No matter how prepared you think you are, those little bastards throw a curveball at you and totally... <laughs> change your perspective on that well uh, the, when she asked me i'm like well the best advice is is to be able to kind of roll with the punches don't uh, don't ever get so set in something or think something's gonna work so great don't ever be attached to a plan yeah cause like, if, you, if you have a plan they're going to stop yeah it. like don't be like oh i know that i'm gonna cloth diaper and do this and that and, and whatever thing. you do don't let any of your pheromones like if you think you're going to get lucky that night and you're like hey exactly. and you're putting the, you, you're kind of don't putting out ever the... plan encounters with your significant <laughs> other as a, as a as a parent because no. your children will know they will instinctively know there is a hormone in your body that is released that will prevent them from going to sleep that will induce them to throw up I, uh, I, i've noticed that i can brush your boob accidentally <laughs> with my elbow when i'm saying good night to you in bed and the next thing i know trent's downstairs mommy boob mommy and it's like what the fuck and it's like a radar or something they got a button in their ass that knows that oh daddy touch mommy <laughs> get yeah. the fuck away that's my tit <laughs> well and it, it all came to, came to truth with tempe because she it seemed there especially right before we got pregnant with trent that she was trying to prevent us from having any alone time whatsoever yes. and then and then he happened and i still to this day i think she knew that i was fertile again <laughs> i think she knew and daddy's definitely not shooting blanks <laughs> So she was, she she definitely had it down to to where she could prevent us. Uh, Trent is, Trent just sleeps a lot heavier than Tempe did. Like I said, unless I happen to accidentally glance across <laughs> your boob. But you can usually get him to go back to sleep. Usually, but it's still frustrating. <laughs> the worst though is like you know when you're like mid coitus or oh, you're, yeah. you're you're mid you know like um or you're like right there at the <laughs> cusp of you know glory, and all of a sudden. <laughs> it's just like god damn it all i want to do is finish this nut come on so, <laughs> oh, too bad for you yeah 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 so it's always entertaining um something else that you learn with kids or that you learn responsibilities yeah they're a bitch yes they are especially if you're a kid you yeah. mean you want me to do something with my time I can't just sit here, veg out, watch TV, you know, eat and trash your house. I saw a, a brilliant post on, I think it was on Facebook, that it was one of those, you know, memes that goes, that's going around. Uh-huh. Something along the lines of basically it was like, well, as my kids get older, I'm just going to appear at their house, eat all their food, you know, trash the place, sit at my ass, do nothing, and expect them to clean up after me, so on and so forth. And it's like, you know, it's about the damn truth, because it's 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 not unlike... And I saw this on Facebook as well too. That living, like, you know, living with a toddler is like living with you know frat boys. Frat boys. Yeah. There's you know people passed out in, in just various random spots of the house. There's colored cups everywhere, and the, everything's just trashed. And everything's sticky. Sticky, and you don't even know what it's sticky <laughs> with. 
Uh, there was a part. In fact, did I tell you, you pooped on the floor today? You did. <laughs> he, he dropped the deuce in his room. And have all, we've got hardwood <coughs> through most, except, except for the, the one spot. Yeah, except the bedrooms, and that's where he decided to drop a deuce. Yep, right on the carpet. I do have to ask though, what? Uh, why was he without diaper running around? Okay. <laughs> I mentioned I'm sick, right? Yeah. So about, oh, I don't know, right before lunch, like 11:30, he decides to strip in the middle of the living room. Um. I had just changed his diaper probably about half an hour before. Did you at least give him some good music? Like, <laughs> no, he just unzips his, you know, sleeper jammy Did thing. Did somebody order a pizza? <laughs> and he, he unzips it and he takes it off. He's like, and he drops it. He's like, jammies, done jammies. And he, you know, drop, drops them on the floor. I'm like, okay, you just want to be naked? He's like, yep. And he slaps his belly, you know, does the whole two-handed belly slap thing. And I'm like, okay, you can be naked for a little bit. It's. It's plenty warm in the house, you know. Like, okay. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> and then... Uh, I could use it to be a few degrees cooler, yeah. but... And then, uh, so he's he's walking around in just a diaper, and he starts acting like he needs to go potty. And we're starting those first stages of potty training where if he says he has to go or if he's acting like he has to go... He like, better be hauling ass to the bathroom and or wearing a rain slicker. He yes. was still wearing his diaper at this point. You haven't been pissed off. He pissed up the other day. <laughs> okay, literally vertical. All right, he was sitting on the toilet. Well, you come, you yell for me. Well, because he hosed us both down. <laughs> He's sitting on the toilet. I, I was turning around to turn the bath water on so he could, when he finishes business, I could stick him in the bath. The next thing I know, it's there's this hot <laughs> mist. And there's a he's it's got on his chin, it got up in his hair. I don't even know what the hell he did. It was all over. I think something got on the counter. (laughs) I mean, it it was the none of it got in the toilet though. Everywhere but the toilet. It was on on the toilet on the perimeter of the toilet, but none of it went in the toilet. Yeah. Well, at any rate, he was still wearing his diaper, but he was acting like he needed to pee. So I'm like, "Do you need to go potty?" He's like, "Yes, yes, I need to go potty." So I'm like, "Take him to the bathroom, sit him down, nothing." He he plays with himself until he gets all, you know, excited. excited and then he can't go. So take him off of the tub. I said, go get a diaper. I had to pee too. So I went pee. He was go- supposed to be going to get a diaper. I came back in the living room. I couldn't find him. And then I went to the end of their bedroom and he was standing there playing and it totally nude. And I'm like, okay, I'll go get the diaper. So I go... <laughs> I walked to the living room to get the diaper and on my way back out, Tempe, Tempe had some kind of issue. Anyway, it delayed me another minute, maybe two. Yeah. Get back to the bedroom, diaper in hand, and he's walking out of the of the bedroom and there's a turn stuck to his foot. Oh, <laughs> nice. That's fantastic. And he's like, poop, poop, foot. I mean, he doesn't talk in complete sentences. He just uses, you know, one or two words. So he's like, poop, foot, foot, poop, ew. <laughs> well, at <laughs> least he has the common sense to know that's gross. And then, he, then he's just, ew, the whole, like, through the whole process of getting him cleaned up, getting the carpet cleaned up, doing the whole thing. He's like, ew. He's ew. he's had a couple accidents with that lately. Like, he, he, I, I don't know if it makes his ass. Well, I'm I'm sure it does make his ass itch when he poops. But yeah. the other day, I'm in here working on. You know, we we've, we've got a new mixer in here, and I've been tweaking trying to get stuff fixed as far as sound and whatnot goes. And all of a sudden, he comes over to me. He goes, "Ew, ew, ew!" And I look, and what there was what I thought was chocolate on his shirt. <laughs> I quickly learned that it wasn't chocolate when the smell wafted up and bitch slapped me across my face. 
he had stuck his hand into his diaper to scratch his butt <laughs> after he had taken a dump and then got poop on his hand. So he decided, you know what? Like any good kid does, my shirt is a napkin. <laughs> so he wiped it off on his shirt. So I had to run him into the bathroom and... Once again, screaming for my help. Not screaming. I just called. you. I didn't scream. I called I call loud enough you so bellowed. you could hear. Well, if I don't bellow, you can't hear me. <laughs> For as much as this house will carry sound, when I'm calling for somebody, everybody is all of a sudden goes deaf. <laughs> I could be sitting there, you know, in, you know, any other day of the week, I say your name that quietly, you're like, yes, but if I, if I actually need you for something, it's like, no one responds. You, the kids, doesn't matter. So then I bark once, and all of a sudden, it's like, what? Ah! But yeah, so it, nothing compares that, that, you know, none of that compares to the previous Poopocalypse episode I'd had with my ex and her, um, her her two older boys when Cameron woke up in the middle of the night realized he really needed to go to the bathroom he had eaten something that didn't agree with him so he was scrambling to get out of the bunk bed that he, that he was in the uh-huh. upper bunk came down and for whatever reason instead of t- stepping down the ladder he decided <laughs> he, he was going to jump well the impact of his feet hitting the floor <laughs> caused his bowels to release and boy did they release he was in a pull up because we were still potty training him mind you and it went everywhere and instead of getting somebody up, calling for help, going to the bathroom, any of that, he just decided to keep on playing in his room. You know, deed's done. My stomach doesn't hurt anymore, so let's do this. Leighton wakes up, and they, he starts playing with him, too, and they track him through. The, by the time it was all said and done, I woke up and got out of bed, and, and, and the door to their room was closed. I opened the door from my bedroom to the hall, and the smell hits me <laughs> like a ton of bricks. And I go in there, and there is shit literally everywhere. Yeah, I, by the time it was all said and done, I had to go rent a rug doctor. It makes me sick to think about. I had to completely strip all the beds, clean the mattresses, clean all the all the sheets and everything like that. I had to take the rug doctor and and this is an apartment that, and there was brand new carpet that was installed oh, before we had moved in. Of course it was. Luckily, it was this nice deep doo-doo brown carpet. <laughs> so even if I didn't happen to get it all cleaned up with the rug doctor, it was, you know, legit, it was still the same color. So, but I ended up extracting the entire carpet in that in that bedroom multiple times because until the water came clean because it wasn't happening the first few times, mm-hmm. and then literally every toy that was in that room had a oh, fleck yeah. of poop on it somewhere. And so I had we had you uh, had to either get rid of it, my sanitize ex, it. My well, my ex was in the kitchen on a sanitized duty. I just was bringing stuff back to her, and she was running it through bleach, dishwasher, mm-hmm. fire, whatever it took. There were a lot of things in the trash. Oh, oh there was, there was. We we threw. There was just some things. It, you there are certain um, crevices and, and certain uh-huh. duplo pieces you just can't get shit out exactly. of exactly so That's it goes exactly in the trash <laughs> had to disinfect the walls wipe them down with the disinfectant wipes carefully because the paint whoever painted that apartment didn't use a very high quality uh-huh. paint so it was kind of certain to rub off. off so it was like but I can't leave the shit in the wall I mean but it was like I, I mean it was like Picasso I mean they were finger painting with it it was all sorts of awesome. wrong no not so much and I have never ever smelt like that again, and i don't ever care to again it was it was foul it was gross so kids are a nasty nasty thing yeah i agree yeah buddy of mine at work he's going through some fun stuff right now they just had their daughter about a month not a month a couple of weeks ago almost a month about a month <coughs> and she's on that wonderful i'm going to sleep during the day and be up all night shift i love that oh yeah it's awesome and so his wife still has She's on maternity leave still, and then she's out through March. But she still has to deal with the other child, or her their oldest son, during the daytime. So they ended up doing rolling it in shifts, and because uh-huh. so, he normally gets up for work early, he'll take the early morning shift, and then 
pass her off to him or to her when he's actually getting ready to t- take off for work, which has been kind of interesting because normally he's you know at work at five thirty six o'clock in the morning because much like me, there's a certain time in the morning where he just wakes up and can't go back to sleep. Yeah. So he just is like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go to work." That's not happening lately because he's got, he's been trying. He's been nice to, with his wife and it's like, you know what, I'm gonna give her some time, and he's been letting her sleep in and whatnot, but. That poor guy just looks like he's been ran through the ringer multiple times, slapped around a little bit. <laughs> you can tell he's a tired, tired dad. And it's, it's just, it's so joyous. Kids are so much fun. Oh, yes. But, you know, I have to respect the good parents because there are, you know, we do call this the bad parenting podcast. And it's not necessarily because we're, we think we're bad parents or we think that we're always going to highlight bad parents. But any good parent feels like a bad parent. At but there are actually a times a day. <laughs> truly bad parents out there. Did you, um, did we, I don't remember if we've talked about this yet. Did anybody, um, did we ever go over the, the, the thug toddler that was up on all over? We the, never actually went. I mean, you showed me the video, I think, but Did no. we do that live or what was that before no, the show? No, you showed it, showed it to me before our first show, I think. Did you happen to see the follow-up interview with the 16-year-old mom? No. 16, well, that explains a lot, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Yeah, so there are, there's, there's no shortage of horrible parents out there. And then we live in a culture where we seem to, I don't know if I want to say glorify. Well, yeah, I'm going to say glorify. I mean, what is it, teen mom, 16 and pregnant, uh-huh. uh, honey fucking boo-boo, uh-huh. really. Don't Ugh. even get me started. Yeah. And they're skeddy. Isn't it just noodles with ketchup? Yes. That's gross. Yes. Sorry. I, sorry for all you ketchup lovers, but I can't stand just ketchup. On, oh, oh my God. So you seem to be interested in something on the computer over there. Are you, did you find something that intrigues you? or I'm being really horrible. I was I was trying to find a... So we have our Facebook page. Those of you that don't know, we have a Facebook page, Bad Parenting Podcast. And there's no pictures of me on it. Yes, yeah, so that was something I was going to talk to you about. Um, we need to work on... I've got a couple... We need to get a new photo or, or new artwork for the actual show art. Yeah. It's up on the iTunes. And I need to update the Facebook page and also our website with some pictures. So right, so I was we need to looking, do a photo I was, look, I was looking for a picture of myself that I didn't look at and go, "Oh my god!" Um, and I kind of got distracted looking at all the cute pictures of our kids. Sorry. <laughs> Everybody thinks theirs is the cutest. I know, but mine really are. Okay, I know your kids are are cute too, but our mine are the best. <laughs> Just say. Yeah, so you picked a wonderful time to be sick. I just got to say that. I I did? Yeah, tomorrow's being Trent's second birthday party. Oh, I and know. And all the prep work we got to do for that. I know. Hey, I still managed to no, bake a cake today. Yeah, you got the cake. And clean the kids' room. Yes, that, I was actually quite impressed. You got quite a bit done, and that was awesome. So, yes, tomorrow we are going to be celebrating Trent's second birthday. A little late. A little late, but you know what? He doesn't know, and it, we want to make sure we got... The, the people that counted to the party and exactly. couldn't do it before now. I found a really good one of you and Tempe. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Which one? Uh, it looks like we took it when we when we took her to John's Incredible Pizza for her ah, birthday. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, well, either way, you and I need to do a photo shoot anyways just to get some pictures of just us, too, so we can get it up there. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got the birthday party to prep for tomorrow. That's going to be fun. We're going to have a house full of kids. Just This place is going to be fucking ransacked. It's going to be all like Lord <laughs> of the Flies by the time they're said and done. Yep. I bought decorations. Yeah, we're going to decorate the it's house. It's our first party at our new house. That's true. Unfortunately, it's it's not the kind of weather we can go outside and enjoy the gazebo yet. So I'm hoping for that still. 
it's been too. windy as a as just all sorts of fucking windy out here. We got a bunch of people on Facebook, friends of ours and whatnot. Their fences are all laying down sideways in their backyards because they live out in the Troutdale area. Um, luckily, over here in St. Helens, we're kind of we're, we're buffered for most of it for the most part. Right? I mean, it's a little breezy, but it's not like it is in East County. <laughs> it's a night day difference. I, I I literally I I I was watching my gas mileage drop after I crossed into the East County and hit that headwind. I could see it, my my average miles per gallon going down as wow. I was trying to make it into work today. The wind was so damn strong. It actually snapped the uh, rings that hold our fl- our flag to the flagpole. Oh so we had to go rescue the flag as it was trying to blow away. Um, yeah, it's it was some crazy stuff going on. So yeah, we're not going to be able to enjoy the gazebo right now, but we will hopefully get to that this summer because we've got a couple summer birthdays with, ter- or with uh, Temperance and Ezra. So that'll be that'll be awesome. Uh, it's just I, I you know I'm 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 actually kind of just in a zone not in a zone but I'm kind of zoning out tonight. I'm tired and I'm, I, luckily I'm not I've sick. I've been in a but, Nyquil coma since yesterday. I didn't take one this this evening this afternoon just so I would be awake enough. He's he's been asking me <laughs> all, since last night. Are you going to be able to do the show tomorrow? Are you going to be able to do the show? Are you going to be able? To? I'm like I don't know. Um, yes, well, I wanted to bring backup in if I, if you couldn't do it, but then life being what it was, decided to throw me for a loop, and the Skype feed didn't want to work right, and so even if I had somebody that I could Skype in, it wasn't going to happen. Thank God for um, fellow podcasters that are willing to put up with me being a noob and are willing to talk to me and, and such a noob. Yes, well, you know, and the cool thing is, is that Eric is much like I am with to, to Eric, audio is to Eric as computers are to me. He actually enjoys troubleshooting the issues, and while he might get frustrated at the time, he does like the fact of being able to say, "Yeah, you know what? I just uh, I I, I bitch slap the shit out of that sound mixer <laughs> or <laughs> basically with his ass." But the problem was one of those ones, those problems that is so retardedly simple that you overlook it, and then you get so frustrated that you can no longer comprehend the simplicity of the issue. Yeah. And so it ended up just being literally a one-click fix on the machine, and now the Skype feed works beautifully. So yes, I, I have you know, mad thanks up to out to Eric tomorrow of the mediocre show for being willing especially with the three hour time difference by the time we, yeah. were, we were done chatting back and forth it was like twelve thirty, min, you know just oh after midnight his time he told me he was in he's in the middle of one of those um documentaries he likes to watch oh though, so gotcha that helped out was but, it yeah. a weeder he didn't say ah. uh, he didn't say I, I i would assume no because he likes a good weeder and he wasn't actually paying attention to gotcha. it so gotcha. but yeah so we got the new mixer in here i've been tweaking with that all week long and and it's i i think it sounds pretty good Hoping it sounds good. We'll find out in the we'll in find post out. here. I mean, let us know uh, on the aforementioned uh, Facebook page. Or on the website or on iTunes. You can leave us a comment there. You know, Woo-hoo. Let us know if it sounds good, if it sounds better. I'm going to do some post editing once we're all said and done here. But I think, it, for, as far as I can tell right now, it's recording. It's doing what it's supposed to do. Cool. And I got to say thanks to, to Mom, who gave us the mixer. It yep. was something she had sitting around and hadn't used for a couple of years back from her days of recording music and whatnot. Big ups to the mother-in-law. Yes, big ups to mom. She And these monitors, these JBL speakers are freaking sweet. They're loud. <laughs> I, I know, can listen your to my nipples music get really all loud. hard when you listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I pissed off the neighbors that one day you were gone. Trent and I were in here <laughs> rocking out. It was it was fantastic. He was dancing, and I, I don't even remember. What, it was, it went, I'm sure they think I'm probably just, you know, ADD because we went from like hip hop and rap to some hardcore death metal back to you know I think at one point Jack Jack Johnson came on in the <laughs> middle of all that 
And I was just having a good time because Trent was dancing his ass off, and it's fun to watch that happen. Yes. So, but he's such a good dancer. He <laughs> he is. It's always cute to watch your kids dance. He is to dancing what Ezra is to rapping. <laughs> white? <laughs> really? Yes. Really white? Oh, man. He is stuck on that Vanilla Ice song. And he's, I mean, he's stuck on it to the point of he, won't, it, the, the he sad, wants to perfect it. The sad thing is, is that while I, at his age, thought that song was really cool, uh-huh. it was actually, it was cool it at was the time. It was cool at the time. It was it, popular. Popular. It was, it was one of the cooler songs at the time. Now it's not so much, but he still re- holds it with the same reverence that I held yes. it at his age, and he's working on perfecting every lyric and learning every syllable of the song. So much so that even like on the re- the re-recording of it, uh-huh. that like, I've got two different versions of it. Uh-huh. This is probably speaks volumes about me, but <laughs> I've got the original version from the album, and there's an out version that he re- recorded again a couple of years ago, uh-huh. and the newer version he tosses that uh, in there that one spot that wasn't in the original song. Uh-huh. So. When I'm singing back to it, just goofing off with him, I don't throw that in there, but he does. Uh, God, it's hilarious because it's just one of those things that he's he's mimicking. He's not trying to just do it and add uh-huh. his own flair. He's just trying uh-huh. to copycat. Copycat, yeah. Yeah. He reminds so. me of those um, like diners where they have the the person, the, the waitresses that act like the singer and do the songs. Mom like, did that. I did, know. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. She at, was Patsy uh, Klein. Yeah. At, where was it at? What was it? Rock called? and Rodeo Rock in, and Rodeo. in uh, Selwood, Oregon. Bunch of bunch of shit kickers wearing their uh, you know big ass hand bell buckles and uh, canned hand bell buckles and uh, shit kickers and five gallon hats. That's awesome. You, you know that job for for somebody in the beginning. Uh-huh. That job was great for somebody who was the age that I was when she was in there. I was yeah. like I was thirteen or fourteen, and. She had a cook that was there that loved to play. The, what was that game? It was that racing game that was real popular back in the mid nineties. Uh, cruising USA. There was uh-huh. Cruising World, Cruising yeah. USA. They had their Cruising USA version. It was brand new at the time. Loved that game. And this guy had would like literally he'd go to the bank and get rolls of quarters and yeah. he'd just keep them with him. So I went down there one day and he fry he went upstairs and cooked up a shit ton of like chicken strips and fries and whatnot and brought them downstairs. I had free access to the Coke machine. Ooh. That was beautiful. Especially for, you know, a 13, 14-year-old kid. So we got chicken strips. We got french fries. We got the uh, access to the Coke machine. And then he's got, like, I don't know, probably, like, $50 in quarters. And we just start racking them into this damn cruise. And we beat the entire game in an afternoon. Wow. Not only that, but before OLCC came in there and changed everything, I had access to the dance floor. And I think this is where I kind of started my, da- my dabbling and playing with sound equipment. Uh-huh. They had that DJ booth. For when they did, um, when they were doing all their their line dances and whatnot, uh-huh. and it was like it was top quality electronics. And so I would bring my tapes, you know, dating me here a little bit, my cassette tapes with me because that's all I had at the time. And I would toss in Nirvana, and I would just I would go out there, and I would sla- and I would just blast the fucking windows off that place. And mom didn't care because she was able to go in there and get her work done that she needed to get done. Uh-huh. I was downstairs keeping myself busy, and God, it was fun. So, you know, stuff like that that kids just can't do. You can't go into a bar anymore no. <laughs> nowadays and leave your kid down. And I and it wasn't like in a bad way. It was no. like she was there to drink or anything like that. Yeah. She was just there. To, she had a couple of things. She had to wrap up because she yeah. as as somebody who worked there. And I just happened to be able to reap the benefits of free when video you were games. 13, 14, that's plenty old enough to be left to your own devices. Yes. And I, I do have to say that due to the strict, almost Amish-like rules we have here as far as alcohol in Oregon goes, um, none of the beer taps, any of that stuff, worked 
on off hours. Yeah. It was all shut down in, in, in an area where you had to have a key to get it to turn it back on. So it wasn't like I could go up to the tap and get what I wanted anyways. Right. I could have soda. I could have water. Couldn't get into the beer or the, the hard liquor because all that stuff was locked up. So, but yeah, that, that was good times back then. I remember doing that. And then how do we even flip off onto that tangent? I don't remember. Now I'm just like, I'm sitting here talking about rock and rodeo and mom back in the day. And yep. Patsy Klein. Oh, I think that's where we veered oh, off. We were talking about Ezra impersonating. Yes, yes. And Vanilla Ice. Yep. So yeah, I, and Tempe does uh, pretty good on. Uh, well, she sings that Lord song. Really yes, well. but, uh, but you're, I think the one you're thinking of those as the, the uh, Regina, Regina Spector. You've got time. Yeah, she does yeah. that one really well too. But t- tonight, when we were going to pick up cake supplies for Trent's party, she busted out. I happen to have the radio on instead of a podcast because we were only going two miles, and uh, and she doesn't like podcasts. Um, and she, that song came on, and she starts just Which freaking song? belting the the Lord uh, Royals. Royals. Oh yeah, yeah, she knows that one very well. Yeah, so uh, I was like, I don't. How did you? When did you learn this song? <laughs> well, she I, has I a can, remarkable memory for lyrics. Well, I can explain to you why. I have Spotify on my phone. Uh-huh. I've got my random playlist set up in there. Mm-hmm. I've got music that I like. I've got music that the kids like. It uh-huh. literally is truly a random playlist. Uh-huh. The, the only thing you won't find in that playlist is country. Because uh-huh. I fucking hate country. <laughs> but that's a separate story. Ezra is stuck on a certain subset of songs. Yeah, I know. He I know almost all the lyrics to Royals right now from the number of times I've heard it. Uh-huh. And literally, I can almost give you the order. We always start off... <laughs> It depends on how kind he's being that day. If, uh-huh. he's, if he's being loving or giving, then he'll either start off with the You've Got Time by Regina Spector uh-huh. for Temperance, because it's her favorite song, uh-huh. or he'll start off with Ice Ice Baby, because Trent, Trent always Ice. requests Baby when we're in the car. Otherwise, he'll start off with Justin Timberlake. No. Yes. Normally, the Crimea River? Norm- well, it oh, depends. Okay. I know there's he two loves of them. that one. There's two of them. There's Crimea River, and then there's the, uh, what was the other one about Britney he wrote that wasn't Crimea River? Uh, what goes around comes around. Yeah. Blah blah blah. That so it's those two. So it, which one he starts off with? That's like the one unknown that I get. Is is it going to be Crimea River or is it going to be What Goes Around Comes Around? I don't know. <laughs> but then once those two are done, he'll usually he's very good though. He'll alternate. So if he chooses one of his songs first, then he busts into one of the songs for the kids, like You've Got Time, or um, the Ice Ice yeah, Baby, or wait, something that's else. The same one, isn't it? Yeah. And then he'll, from there, he moves over and he'll normally look up and we get into, uh, you know, and I'm drawing a blank now, but it's always the same songs every time. And and Lord's Royals is always one of those songs. Gotcha. So that's why she knows it so well is because he plays it all the time. But at the same time, it's nice because if I give him my phone and I give him that freedom to do that, then I can drive in peace. Yeah. Without I know exactly why the you random do it. questions of, you know. So there's one time at band camp. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tempe hates podcasts. Yes, uh, she she will she with will a fiery scream. passion. She will cry. She will say, "I want to listen to music," and then she'll then she'll start making up excuses about why she can't listen to the podcast. Like it makes her car sick, or it gives her a headache. The, the car sick one is my favorite one. I, I, I can understand a headache. <laughs> that, that one I can almost grasp, but the car sick one is just classic. <laughs> So I've I've given up. I don't even attempt to put on a podcast when she's in the car anymore. I just wait. See, and I kind of take the exact opposite with it. <laughs> my car, my rules. If you are nice and you don't bitch about it, I will happily give you some radio time. Most of what I listen to is not appropriate for her to be repeating no, I, anyway. I, I, so I don't I don't mind too much. But it didn't used to be that way. It used to be that I could pro- I could get away with it, but she would just throw such a fit. 
Yeah, no. See, for me, I don't. I there's. I don't think there's any podcast that I listen to that I can actually listen to with the kids around. But no matter I what, some. I have some that I could. I don't. I mean, I've got some. Uh, I've got some history based ones that are decent. Yeah. No, between you know, the ones I listen to, there's always. It's just not age appropriate, which is is fine. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm very much in that car. I will. I'll. I'll be nice and let you do these things unless you pull that whole "I'm gonna bitch, throw a fit, whine, piss, moan, wah" eh, thing. Then no, shut up. Now you're getting a full dose of what Daddy likes, and, and there's just certain <laughs> things that she really dislikes. Like she's not doesn't seem to be real big into like the death metal, right? So I'll put the and Trent is. I know. So I will put the, I'll so put the weird. death metal on just to piss her off, and then Trent's back through you know, doing his little head banging thing. I, and I cannot. I will never forget how much he loved that that uh, Thunderfist. Thunderfist. Yes. Oh my god, he Wizards loves Lament. that song. That was the only song. If he wouldn't go, go to, to sleep, sleep, it was the only thing we could do to get him to go to sleep. Is we would play. And not at a quiet volume either. No. So for the longest time, I would actually have a um, an old cell phone that I tossed um, some music on, and one of the playlists was simply the Wizard's Lament on over repeat, and, over, over. <laughs> and it kept him asleep. If we didn't play it, he wouldn't sleep. So there was, you know, we would have it just over and over and over again, and he loves that song. It's it's great. So you know, you gotta do what you gotta do as a parent sometimes to get some peace. Oh yes. But yeah, Tempe's d- the disdain for certain things in life is just hilarious. She and she has no qualms telling you about it either. It's it's very cute and at the same time equally super annoying. <laughs> so it's it, it it's just it's great. So I, I I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but I want to bring it up again. Uh-huh. Uh, the whole reason that we need to a stop raising pussified kids, b stop giving kids. A false sense of accomplishment and or self. Not I don't want to say self worth. There's nothing wrong with confidence. No. But I'm trying to figure out the best way to phrase this. When you make a child think, it's almost like entitlement, but not quite. Uh-huh. Basically, that the world revolves around them. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it leads to that whole entitlement thing. Basically, the what, life is fair. But I'm going. I, I'm going to actually. Not even life is fair. I'm I'm going to just label this the Bieber complex. Okay, where you're so spoiled rotten because Bieber is literally. If you go back and you watch some of his shit from when he was a kid, Uh the kid is talented. He can play multiple instruments. He's got a lot of talent. And then mommy and or daddy and or somebody went and took that and just exalted the shit out of this child, which isn't bad. But you've got to give your kid a level head and let them know that the world does not revolve around them. Because then you get these little punk ass kids that are underage drinking, doing drugs, high speed chases, blah blah blah, and then going, "What the fuck did I do?" And they get arrested. <laughs> and he's a misguided youth. Yeah. Yet you have somebody who's amped up in an NFL game, does a little, you know, trash talking at the end because somebody else was trash talking him, and and then through his prowess of the way he played the game, actually did a good job and totally smacked the other guy around. <laughs> And he's a thug. Yeah. Because he's, dare I say it, African-American. He's not of the white skin color. I see. I and that's something I don't I'm, know anything. They were talking about this this thing that happened mm-hmm. uh, after this big football game at, at our mo- morning meeting on the beginning of the week. And everybody's this, that, and the other thing, and this, that, and the other thing, and this guy, and defending this guy, and, you know, raking this I, guy with I, holes. And I, I'm like, I, I, I kind of speak I had up, a, and I go... 
we're, we're talking about football <laughs> like well i had a happened? i had a similar situation I, I i don't follow sports in general that closely unless it's hockey i'll follow hockey but even then i wouldn't say i follow it closely i like hockey i like watching hockey more so if it's in, if i'm actually at the game not so much on tv mm-hmm. otherwise uh, the oatmeal's comic about you know are the piggers playing this week is is it's about <laughs> the best best way you can describe my my following of sports but because I had heard so much about this and people were freaking out and it, it went back to this whole racial undertone thing again, yep. I had to go back and look and see what it was. And so basically this guy made a killer play. Even even somebody who's not a person who follows football, I don't watch the sport. I saw what happened. I was like, damn, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> because it, A, it, it, it basically sealed the deal for the Seahawks. Uh-huh. B, it showed that this dude, I mean... It, it was like his fingers had magnets in them, and the <laughs> magnets were for you know uh, pigskin because it just sucked the ball into him. It, he shouldn't have caught the ball, but he yeah. did, uh, at least from my perspective. But at the end of the game, Erin Andrews, some I don't know, she's ESPN something. I don't know. She's a reporter. All I know is that her, her biggest claim to fame is her ass and tight jeans on the field. There's a lot of close-ups of that, uh, and or her big old titties, uh, uh, tickle bitties, however you want to look at it. But she asked him a question about, I, I don't even remember what the question was, but basically just asked him how he felt or what was going on. And the guy, it was, it was, it was very, there was, it was clean. It was very succinct. There was no cuss words. He just said, you know, straight up, you know, don't you do- dare talk shit or he, he didn't even say yeah. shit. Don't talk trash on the best, you know, whatever position he plays. This is really how much I don't know about sports <laughs> um, on the team. I did this. You talk trash about me, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, well, who talked trash? And he calls the other guy out. And it's like, you know, so what, what, what you got? What, you know, I won the game. And he was just, you know, he was happy. He was, the dude is just literally like he was bragging. Step, step, he was bragging not even that. He was literally like five steps off the field after he had just completed that pass and just basically helped win the game for the team. Uh-huh. He was amped up on adrenaline. Yeah, who's not going to be excited at a time like that? Yeah, and I got to give the guy credit for being as eloquent as he was. But well, he's got I, from memes on the internet. I know he's like very well educated. Yes, very he, but, intelligent guy. Like super. But intelligent. because he's from Compton. He's straight out of Compton. That it's not possible for that to happen. And I had a customer from Compton the other day. Super sweet. Yeah. By the way, just yeah. Saying. So people are treating Bieber as this misguided youth and, and a child who just needs some direction and whatnot. But it, this other guy who is actually a very charitable with his money, from what I understand. B actually skilled at something mm-hmm. besides being an absolute fucking douchebag <laughs> and C is very well educated and very well spoken for you mean not going out and getting DUIs and yes. hurting people on a yes. regular basis or yeah. you know publicly hiring prostitutes basically you've got <laughs> you've got a society that looks at these two people he's black Bieber's white Bieber's trying to play the thug trying to be the thug trying to be the badass little you know mm-hmm. little wigger and whatnot um and and yes i said that with a w not with an n um and then you've got the other guy who's actually you know he went to you know, stanford i think it was got a four, he graduated high school with a 4.2 um no. yeah you can't get a 4.2 you, you know that's what they said <laughs> he did so good they gave him better than a 4.0 let's put it that way and but he's a thug because he's got, you know, dreadlocks or braids and, and he's not white. And I bring that up because as a parent who is of the Caucasian persuasion, 
and who's got three very Caucasian children and who lives in a very Caucasian <laughs> town um, in a very Caucasian part of the country. I'm trying to help my kids understand that it's what you do. Not who you not who, who what you, you look like. What you look like yeah. that dictates truly who you are. Yeah. And trying to help them not judge a book by its cover, so yeah. to speak. Not automatically or, assume. Or just don't point out little people at the Costco. That would be awesome yes. too. Were you were there with me when they did that, were you? I don't think so. And so, it was all three of them. And all, it was So you had somebody who was of the less than four foot persuasion. Yes. He was a little person. He was a midget. Or yes. dwarf. Which one was it? I'm sorry, but little person, bullshit. Now, for as much that as... That is the, the no, politically correct Fuck term. political correctness. Now, I'm I, while, while I'm not... While I don't think there should be discrimination, racial bias, so on and so forth. Political correctness can bite me. Okay. It was a midget. There. Perfect. Thank you. He was a midget. Because literally there is a difference between the two. And saying little people doesn't let me know if they're the ones with the, the big heads and the short, stubby little arms. Or if they're like of the more proportionate style. I mean... It helps the story. Sorry. It's, it, just At any rate, for more information here. he looked just like my uncle. Harvey? Yes. But as a little person. Yeah, and maybe a little thinner. So but, if you just but took general, Harvey and like squished him. Yeah, long, dark hair, hmm. graying, you know, but he just had a very similar. Anyway, he looked like my uncle Harvey, who my kids know, and they kept literally pointing at him and calling him little Harvey. I swear to God. <laughs> Yes, and not just the little ones who don't know any better, but Ezra too. And it started irking on me so bad because, you know how sometimes you go to the grocery store or a Costco and you keep seeing the same person over and over and over. Like you'll run into them in the aisles, and then you'll, you know, and you think you've lost them, and then they're back again. This is what happened with this guy. We saw him probably twenty times in that whole. Trip. Kind of like the. Uh the guys at the club that uh-huh. just don't get it when a uh-huh. girl says they don't want to dance, uh-huh. and so you do everything you want. Mm-hmm. You, you think you've done anything possible to separate yourself from yep. them, and yet they somehow still appear out of thin air trying to kind of like know. that. So it Got was it. very. It happened several times, and every time I'm like, "Stop it! Just stop! Just stop! Just don't! Don't point! At the very least, be respectful." I mean, I get it's a different looking person to you. This is not something you've encountered often. You're very curious, but please do not point. Pointing at people is bad, okay? And then also being extremely loud with your comments. Yes. Yes. I mean, and he was, they weren't super loud, but loud enough. And I'm, I know that these people are fairly, most people who are that different are used to people looking at them. But it still bugs the hell out of me. It's like, still rude. I, it's still well, so not rude. Even, at least from kids, it's not rude. Yeah. The way I see that is that you're at least... As long as I see you trying to explain to the kid that, hey, look, just because somebody looks different doesn't mean they are different or right. less capable. I think that, you know, yeah, society shits on these people pretty hard. But at least if you're at least trying to make the effort to make sure your kid is not one of those members of society that's shitting on them. Right. Hopefully that does some good. You weren't there for Ezra trying to wrap his brain around the. And I have to say, I had a hard time with this, too, until I saw the guy in action. Somebody who worked a warehouse. Uh-huh. And it only had a, one arm. Uh-huh. So just let that marinate for a second. Uh-huh. A warehouse job, one arm. Uh-huh. And we're not talking like driving forklifts, that kind of way. Like literally it was all physical. Uh-huh. You, you put, you stocked it and whatnot. Because there's this computer outlet out in Clackamas that I like to go to because it's dirt cheap to get parts there and you don't get all the markup at the big big box stores. And we went down there. I, was, I ordered a sound card or something. I took Ezra with me because... 
trying to get the kid to hopefully get some of the technical prowess that I have. Don't know if that'll happen, but we'll see. And we walk in there, and, and when we walked in, it's very much one of those. It's almost like a Costco, but for computer parts. You walk in only. You go in there. You tell them what you want. You pay for it. You get out. Uh-huh. There's really not a lot of customer service per se, so on and so forth. But that's what I like, especially because it's cheap. So we get there, and he had the whole the the shirt pinned up because it was a long sleeve shirt, so it was pinned up so that mm-hmm. you could tell it was definitely only a single arm there. And Ezra's just like staring, like just <laughs> just staring at the kid and and I or the guy, and I I noticed that he's staring, so I'm kind of like nudging him, trying to like, hey dude, you know, at least break eye contact once in a while. <laughs> Don't make it so apparent that you're staring. You know, did something help me out a little bit here, but finally, just he couldn't hold it and couldn't contain it anymore. He's like. He's only got one arm. Yes, Captain Obvious. I'm, I'm aware of that. Thank you. Well, how does he pack things and how does he get stuff down and blah, blah, blah. Like, and I, I look at the guy. I'm like, I'm really sorry. He's like, no, no, no. It's okay. He's just, he's, luckily the dude is really cool. He's like, hey, he's just a kid. I get it. He's curious. He's like, so you want to see how I do this, huh? And then the guy went to work. And let me tell you what. I know perfectly abled people with all their appendages that couldn't do half the amount of work this guy did in that warehouse. He was quick. I told him what I wanted. Didn't even have a part number. I just had a description. I need one of these. It takes this and adapts it to that and plugs it into this. He's like, I'll be right back. Walks over there, pulls the part out, and like somehow, I don't even know how he did it, he pulled the box down and grabbed the component out of the box while still holding the box with that same hand and put the box back while still holding on to the component all with one hand. Uh-huh. Don't know how he did it. Still to this day, it kind of baffles me. <laughs> and Ezra was mesmerized. And then it was kind of a cool experience for him, though, because he learned that, you know. Just because you looks like exactly. you can't do something doesn't, doesn't mean you can't. can't. Exactly. But it was still embarrassing as hell at the very beginning because it was just like if looks could kill or, you know, pierce a hole through somebody, he would have been shot with a million of them because he's just, just staring like, oh, <laughs> this is different. <clears throat> yeah, I love it when they see something that's outside of their normal purview not through any fault of our own it's not like we yeah try and shelter them it's just, it's just that it's not stuff doesn't come up all the time well, especially when it's you know things that are more i don't know if it's like if you'd say traditional but i don't like for for example i don't eat with chopsticks yeah fork and a knife in fact I, if i ate with chopsticks i probably wouldn't have gotten as fat as i did, <laughs> did there for a while i probably would have stayed pretty thin because i can never get the fucking food to my mouth but we went out for chinese food that one day uh-huh and we're in a restaurant oh, surrounded by awesome. uh, by Asian families, and everybody else in the restaurant was eating with chopsticks, with chopsticks except for the uh, the you know the white you know the the, the, <laughs> the round eyes in the middle of the restaurant. And so we're all there, forks and Ezra without any filter whatsoever. It's just like I don't understand how they can do that, or it was just something really rude about you know it's so weird that they eat with those sticks yeah. and blah blah blah. Yeah, it, it was very. Uh, it wasn't like. The normal innocent, you know, comment. It well, was, it wasn't. It, I mean, it, it, was, it there was, was no malice intended, there, but obviously, but the way it was but, said didn't sound like yeah. there was innocent. Yeah. So, and I was it's, more so about to be dumb. Like, yeah. why do they eat with these dumb sticks or yeah. something like that? Because everything to him is dumb if, or it, stupid. If it's if it's outside of his realm of exposure, it's immediately stupid and or dumb and or weird. Yes. Uh, he really, or creepy. Uh, creepy. He will say creepy in place of weird, and I don't understand. I'm like, what about that is creepy, Ezra? What what moves that from strange and 
out of my normalness. Yeah, you know, and and one of these points, I'm just going to have to look at them and and go, hey, no, somebody who wants to touch you on your penis (laughs) when they're an adult, that's creepy. This is just strange and or weird and or just unknown to you. Clowns walking around the neighborhood in the middle of the night, that's creepy. That would be creepy, yes. But somebody eating with a chopstick is not creepy, it's different. (laughs) There's a difference there. That's all it is. It's not creepy, it doesn't, you know... So, uh, dictionary. He needs a dictionary. If he doesn't, he have, has a dictionary. He has a thesaurus. He has an English to French dictionary because he decided some, one day he wanted to learn French. Uh, I think at some point I'm going to say that you can't read anything else <laughs> until you've read this dictionary and thesaurus and can at least memorize. I used a certain to number do that for fun, by the way, yeah, before the internet. That's fine. I'm just saying. I I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> I'm, I I don't hate on you for it. I wouldn't give you any crap for it. So it's. Th- wh- yeah. I would look up dirty words in the dictionary. Who didn't as a kid? <laughs> that was our that was our version of uh of I don't know, Google at the time. You you didn't have you could kids these days the stuff they can see. <laughs> I know. And then like you were the smart kid at school cuz somebody called somebody a dick, you're like, "Oh, that's a whale's penis." Ha! <laughs> yeah. You just called him a horse's cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you heard Debbie say clock recently? <laughs> yes. Kind of like as, or Trent's switch. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, I, I was... Uh, I, Trent, when he says switch, it's very much like bitch. Oh, it sounds like bitch. It's, it there, sounds exactly no, like bitch. Yeah, so uh, today, just to see if I could get him to do it, I kept telling him to say, switch, I'm two. Uh-huh. And I finally got him to do it once, and it was funnier than hell to hear, bitch, I'm two, come out of my two-year-old's <laughs> mouth. And I know I'm probably a horrible parent for that, but God, it was funny. That's okay. What was she talking about? She wanted to get a, a clock for the living room? or <laughs> And a big one, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we're in the middle of the store, and my daughter's talking about how she wants this giant cock. <laughs> With numbers. Oh, my God. And, you know, it's, it's super cute, because she, she's always had that speech issue so the whole blending the consonants together has never worked really well for her no i mean she she just got to where we can understand it when she says her name yes i mean it's pretty bad um so uh this is kind of the last holdout on uh, as far as the speech impediment stuff goes because she's gotten so much better and it's just cuter than hell (laughs) i love to hear my kids cuss when they don't mean to it's great i'm a Yes, it is. But at the same time, it's still mortifying to be there as a father and have your daughter talking about how she wants a, a giant cock with numbers. <laughs> and you know what she's talking about. And you know there's nothing bad about it. But nobody else really understands what it is she's talking about. Uh, it's it's interesting. Which brings me to actually another topic that I think is kind of cool. Or, oh, there's a baby. You there's should a baby. Him. I'll be I'll All be right. Back. This is a perfect time for a break. So I'm going to go ahead and find some music for us to play here while we take care of the child. So it's it's always fun when this happens. Welcome to parenthood, folks. You just can't tell what's going to happen. You don't know when it's going to happen. It just happens all the time. So, oh, he's pissed too. Ooh, he's very mad. Better get down there and get down there quick. And we're back. Yahoo. Let me go ahead and finish killing this off here. All right. So, a little bit of a forced intermission there, but still intermission eh. nonetheless, and it actually helped out. So, I was able to get something to drink, get my throat not so dry. Okay, cool. Yeah, so. The sound of you swallowing and. Yes. Makes for a great audio, audio, 
auditory entertainment, yeah, doesn't there it? You go. So I have absolutely—I don't even remember where we were I don't before we were interrupted either. there. So whoopsie. Yeah, can't really help out there, but. <clears throat> So goes life when you're a parent. You next just, segment. Next segment, because you'll get interrupted and have absolutely no clues to what it was you were talking about, what you were doing, and and or which way is up or down. But actually, this I think this brings me into something that I was wanting to talk about last week, but I think we got sidetracked. The things that happen as a parent that seem absolutely asinine, or not asinine, but like if you were to tell somebody who doesn't have children or doesn't have, especially doesn't have experience with children, that this is the type of thing that happens, they would have no grasp or be a basis to understand it and or wouldn't be able to understand it. Yeah. Like um, forgetting to pee. Yes. That happens to you quite a bit. <laughs> you, you'll, you'll get up to go pee, get sidetracked. I'll by get about up specifically because I have to urinate very badly. And then I will get sidetracked by a child or a thing that I have to do and I will come back to the original place that I was and having forgotten to do the thing that I got up to do. Yes. Happens to y'all. And I usually giggle, yes, giggle when, it happens, when it happens. It's hilarious. To me, it's hilarious that you're like, uh, I was going to pee. It's what I got up for in the first place. And you're sitting back down there. Then you have this, I watch you have this internal battle. I, I, I had to pee bad enough that I was going to get up and go do it. But now that I've done all this other bullshit and I've sat back down, do I still, I, I mean, I, I do still have to pee fairly badly, but is it bad enough to make me actually want to go? And me being me that can hold it for a very long time, um, not usually. I just, I'm yeah. like, never mind, I'll just do it later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you always give me crap about that, about how I've got a small bladder and I can't hold it. I've got a trucker's bladder. But see, for me, it's it's not. It has nothing to do with the size. When I go, I'm, I'm I pee a lot more frequently than yeah. you do, but I still pee volumes more than you do at the yeah. same time. Yeah. I mean, I've got a very big bladder too. I just drink a lot of water yeah. and it tends to make me have to pee a lot. Yeah. Like I'll normally go before I leave work to come home, and I immediately have to go when I get home less than an hour later. Yeah, but it's because I'm chugging water and or coffee on the way home. Yeah, but there's just a, what are, what are some examples that you might have of things that. If I, were, if I were to walk up to you before you had kids or exposure to kids and or so that maybe things that you've said to your friends where they just kind of look at you like you're just batshit <laughs> fucking insane. Um, I think I think there's a whole bunch of things that you tell yourself that even even if I had kids, I would never let them do this thing, you know, before yeah. you have the yeah. kid. Like, uh, oh, I'll never take my kid to a movie and have him scream. Did that. Felt really bad about it, but we, I did that. But we also did remove her from the situation. We, we, we weren't those shitty parents yeah. that stayed in the theater and made everybody else deal with our screaming ass child. <laughs> no. We got up and left. But I mean, in fact, are... I think I sat out in the car with yeah. either you or I sat out in the car. Yeah. And, yeah. So, okay, here's one. Sit, before kids, sitting down to watch a movie, wherever, whether it was at a theater or at the house, or just completing any project whatsoever. Uh-huh. No problem. I, you know, do what you want to do. Sit down and do it. I don't think I've sat through an entire movie from start to finish. I, I honestly can't remember the last time, at least not one that I was actually, I was interested in watching, you know. Yeah. I mean, granted, if we put something on the kids like that I could tolerate, sure, it's happened. And I think, no, not even with a Despicable Me too. We watched oh, that a couple no. of weeks ago yeah. and they liked it, but we still paused it like 15, 15 freaking times. Yeah, yeah. It was nuts. So... That's one of those things that, you know, you try to explain something like that to a person that doesn't have children. They're like, well, why couldn't you just, why don't you just finish a movie? What what the hell's wrong with you? Why don't you just get a babysitter for your kids? Like, 
um uh I, we're we're experimenting more with that but yes. there are only a couple people that Trent will allow to touch him and or that I trust to yeah. be with the kids but i mean you get everybody has the trust issue with the babysitter thing but we also have the added problem of Trent he's very particular yeah. about those who should watch him which isn't a bad thing but yeah there's very much he's very opinionated how's yeah. that he's definitely got well, he's got a scale of people that are acceptable and those who aren't. Yeah. But the sad thing about that is, is once again, it's driven a lot by his gut. It is. The if people that feed if him. If you're though. willing to just feed him incessantly and never stop, then you are gold in that yep. kid's book. Yep. Once you have fed him. And fed him well. Fed him well. He, you're his best friend forever. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. My, uh, my mom and stepdad used to watch him all the time. And he still, every time he sees grandpa jay he's like oh food yep grandpa jay loves to eat that man has food somewhere on his person that (laughs) man is hiding a candy bar (laughs) he's either gonna have a granola bar some trail mix crackers maybe a sausage who knows but i'm gonna we're gonna sit down and we're going to enjoy this so (laughs) yes he's very much driven by his stomach he is truly your quintessential concept of male in that particular respect that you know if when he when he gets older, if he marries somebody who is willing to feed him, and and you know, be, and I keep I got to stop saying you know, feed him and also, basically I think just feed him for the most part. He'd yep. be the happiest kid in town. Food. Everything else on top of that is just icing on top of the fat. I think cake. eventually it will also include beer, but you know, food for now. Yeah, most definitely. Um, the other things that I would say before you have kids, what. Um, people without kids don't understand the concept of, of, um, having to prepare for an outing. Like you can't, like you can't be like, Hey, do you want to come over? (laughs) No, I'm just going to head out the door here. No, there's, there's some, it takes like, it takes, well, I mean, it takes like, like war levels of preparation. (laughs) Like you're getting, you know, okay, this is out there is the battlefield. (laughs) All right. The enemy is out there. You've got to prepare your troops to deal with the enemy. And the enemy sometimes is just the sidewalk and trying to walk down into the car yeah. or even get out the door. But that's so you've got to have battle plans. You've got to have contingency plans. They're okay. So if if a <laughs> nuclear bomb drops, i.e., somebody loads their diaper, you've got to be re- ready to deal with this. And then if they load their diaper at a really inconvenient time and you've got to pull over somewhere to change it, you've got to have a way to make sure that, that bomb doesn't sit there and just stench uh-huh. the inside of your car. So it's no getting out the door is no easy task, and exactly. it's supposed to get easier as I get older, and yeah. I'm hoping for that. But we've got a few years ahead of us <laughs> in that particular record. Still, Ezra takes almost as long as everybody else, and he does everything on his own. So, but that's because he does everything yeah. one thing at a time. Yeah, yeah. If he's putting away laundry, it's one pair of pants at a time. He uh-huh. can't grab the entire stack no. and stick it in the empty no. drawer. Well, it's one pair at a time. It's just like he does dishes. And he can't even get the stack like close. I wouldn't mind that if like the entire stack of pants was in front of the dresser. And <laughs> I he know. lifted it he, one. He folds it's, the like, laundry, on the other puts side it of the on room. his bed, and then carries it. To Sometimes his he leaves the them room. out in the living room and grabs one pair one of pants, walks all the way oh back to his bedroom, puts it in there, opens and closes uh-huh. the dresser drawer. Uh-huh. Doesn't even leave it open so we can. No. Nope. <laughs> Comes back out, grabs another pair of pants, goes back in there, and opens the drawer, puts yep. it in there, yep. closes yep. the drawer again. I, I think in some ways he's very OCD, but not in like. Not in any of the good ways. Not like keeping the room clean or, you know, it's it's more of the, uh, you know, out damn spot, you know, yeah. type thing. Truly obsessive and compulsive yeah. about something. Something that you shouldn't probably be obsessive and compulsive about. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I would I would do better if he was a germaphobe. Sorry, but I would. He's just not. He doesn't really care. Not not so much, no. no. Which is really strange because when he was a kid, if he got his hands dirty, um, it was the end of the freaking world. Yeah. And I mean, now everything he'll, stopped. Now he'll everything pick his boogers stopped. and wipe them on the seats. Or the walls. Or the couch. Or every time we've moved, I have yeah. found a booger collection next to his bed yeah. on the wall uh-huh. or whatever. Uh-huh. There was it was next to his bed. There uh-huh. was that one time it was that glass mirror type uh-huh. thing, and there was it was a I had to collection. like scrape him off of the putty knife. It was yeah. pretty gross. It's so gross. I mean, I mean, I, I cleaned up poop off of Trent's foot today, and I find the booger collection thing so much more gross because it's he's such an older. That's uh, something that as a parent you never thought you had it in you to do before the cleaning up of bodily functions of all I sorts. I was pretty good at it before. I mean, I did the EMT thing and the, the, the medical assistant thing. So I was pretty okay with most, the only thing, and you, you can attest to this. I still, there are certain types of puke that I can't handle. Yeah. I can handle most puke as long as it's not on me. Yeah, and see for me, I'm just, I'm, I'm a ironclad stomach yeah. with all that stuff. If it's on me and it has a certain, there's a certain twang that some throw ups have that some don't, but it's an acidicness and Very there is, sour. there's a sour element that if, and it's only happened with Trent because Tempe didn't hardly ever throw up. No. I think I can count how many times Tempe threw up on on one finger, yeah, yeah. It's still to this day. Yeah, but uh, but Trent, Trent is a throw throw upper, yeah, throw upper, huh? thrower upper. I throw don't know up. how you want to say much that. more gooder English there. Yeah, but he does it a lot. Yes, and uh, there was the one time with the chili dogs that I can remember that I almost lost it, and then just recently he had just eaten and and threw up big chunks all over me, and I was just, I just get that like that deep in the throat like i held it back i didn't actually throw up but i it no was but so i close. still had to encourage you to get to the bathroom <laughs> so that way if you couldn't hold it back it went onto something easily cleanable and not the carpet and or our bed yes so i've changed I, you know we have changed sheets more times than i can then you should have to change sheets ever since trent was born yeah that kid is the king of spew yeah it's, it's when he was a baby, when he was a newborn baby, it was because of the whole milk issue. And then as he's gotten older, he just he he has a super sensitive gag reflex. So if he has like phlegm dripping down his throat or anything, he'll just cough, choke, gag, throw it. And then he gets pissed off because all that yummy food that was in his stomach is now <laughs> on the floor. he wants to eat again. Yes. Ugh. It's just, it's crazy. He's like, no, but that was a perfectly good meatball, <laughs> and now it's there in chunks. <laughs> so I've made some advancements with the technology to the show outside oh. of the soundboard. Oh, you did? We, yeah. Well, I, well with, like I said, with Eric's help tonight, we've got uh-huh. the Skype slash audio issue fixed, so uh-huh. we'll be able to have call, regular call-in guests. Yahoo! And I'm thinking, wasn't wasn't it your brother that was talking about possibly doing a segment with us? Of yeah. Why I hate why, your kids. Why we why other people hate your children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should probably talk to him about getting that. And if anybody who's listening has any feedback on that, I, you know, if you think it would be a great segment or not, but let us know because <laughs> I think it would be hysterical, especially coming from him. Oh, yeah. My, my brother is, uh, well, let's see, he's 26. Seven? No clue. No clue there. You don't, you're oh, asking, you're looking I'm at the wrong sorry, person. Sorry, Jake. I have no idea how old you are. I think he's 27. Younger he's than you. Either 26 or 27. Um, and a confirmed non, uh, non-parent. non He he refuses to uh, enter the, the fold of the parental unit. Um, he has chosen to have fluffy kitties, kitties instead of kids. Yes. 
Um, Let me enunciate that a little bit better. Kitties, like like <laughs> meow, than kids. Yeah. And uh, he is married, and it, him and his wife have both decided no, no kids. Um, so that puts a unique perspective on things. Um, but he also hates children. Like, well, he. But it's unique. He doesn't hate. I don't, I don't think he hates our kids. Granted, no, but he, he doesn't spend them. that much time with well, them. He's he lives in New York. In New York. I mean, I mean he can't. But he also like and Angela's kids yeah. doesn't hate them. Yeah. I, I think there's definitely a. Hatred for other people's children, especially if the parents are complete shitheads. Exactly. Which I think we can all appreciate to some extent. So I, I think we should definitely do that. The other thing that we're going to start doing on every show, and we're going to call this uh, Jody's Creative Cussing. <laughs> our, our kids come up with some of the most random phrases, and other kids do. I, mean, I shouldn't say our kids only. Children in general can come up with the most random of thoughts. And I've had this, it was given to me as a Christmas gag gift. It's this creative cussing book where it's got two, like, not three by five cards, but... But it's a redneck edition. And this one is redneck <laughs> edition, yes. But basically, you, you flip through these two sets of cards that are next to each other, and you pick out random cards, and then you put the two words together to make new cuss words. And so I think that we're going to do at least one of these every show. Just because I think it would be hysterical, especially... I, I think part of the challenge of here, I'm, I'm going to put this to you. Uh-huh. I want you to come up with a definition for the word and or phrase. No, I you, was going to say I was going to say the word, then you had to put it in the sentence. All right. <laughs> uh, well, let's see here. We'll, we'll give it... And maybe we'll do that. We'll switch back and forth where, we, where each person has to, to swap the task of what they're doing each week. So does it have to be completely random or can I can I make one? Are, are you actually going through there and like picking out like you're, you're analyzing the word? Well, I'm just saying, does it have to be completely random? Do it how you want. How's that? Okay. I'm probably going to do completely random, but. Okay. I'm going to go completely random. Then. Okay. You tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. And now. Stop. Well, that was quick. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> You ready? Sure. Keep in mind, this is the redneck thing, so there's some... Anyway. Well, hey, we, we live in St. Helens. We It'll fit right in out here. Squirrel Rimmer. Squirrel Rimmer, huh? And I have to use this in a sentence? I, I guess. What, I, what, I, I think that was the Mad Lib style? Oh, yeah, hey. Let's see here. <laughs> I don't... I Or a definition, I suppose. A squirrel rimmer? I mean, that's pretty obvious, right? I w- Yeah. <laughs> A definition for that one would be kind of rough. Or rough for the squirrel, anyways. <laughs> a squirrel... That, uh, let's see here. Something... A squirrel muncher. Squirrel muncher. <laughs> Sorry, I get down a rabbit hole with these damn things. <laughs> you do. <sighs> so we started off with squirrel, squirrel rimmer. Uh-huh. That gentleman looks like he's a professional squirrel rimmer. Oh, I love it. There we go. So... Squirrel slapper. Squirrel slapper. Huh? <laughs> that just sounds kinky. That sounds kinky. Baby, come over here so I can slap your squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Are you still going through them over there? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop. We'll, we'll save the rest for later. You didn't come up with another one? No. Are you sure? No. Okay. <laughs> A lot of noise They're slapping funny. it around oh. there. I, I, are you still going through <laughs> it? or slapping it around. I wasn't sure if you were still going through no, it. No, just go. We can so you on. were practicing your squirrel slapping then. Yes. What you're doing. Okay. Yes. Going to be a professional squirrel slapper there. Yep. Awesome. 
All right. Well, I think this is probably a good place to call it here. I don't have any uh, anything else I, want, I really wanted to cover tonight. Actually, I probably did. But being the wonderfully awesome person that I am, I have my little show prep book that I carry on with me so that if an idea or something comical happens, I can kind of write down a note about it. And I had some great things written down in said book. And that is sitting on my desk at the office 40 miles from here. So Yeah, good job. Yeah, and there was there's no good way to go back and get it tonight nope. so it wasn't, it'll have to be waiting for next week i um i couldn't I, I mean i don't think there was anything more specific that i wanted to talk about i yeah i'm gonna call that good awesome uh but i will remind everybody um to uh like us on all the we are available outlets. and we're on facebook at www.facebook.com slash bad parenting podcast Yep. Our website is www.badparentingpodcast.com. We are on the Twitter sphere at twitter.com slash bparentpcast. And we're on iTunes. So if you could rate, review us, leave us some comments, let us oh, know how you yeah. think we're doing. And in general, just kind of give us some feedback and let us know what you think. If you think we suck, let us know. If you think we're awesome, let us know. If you have any great ideas or, or thoughts for the show. Also, if you if you want to submit any questions and or you you think you could use our parental expertise, <laughs> quote unquote, air quotes there, send an email to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com and we'd be happy to listen to use it on the show and discuss it and make it a topic and talk about it. Uh, so thank you again for listening. Thank episode you. three. I think that we're actually we're getting we're, we're getting the hang of this whole pod craftery thing. Slowly. Slowly but surely we'll get there. It's helped to actually have like, you know, legit equipment now instead of the, the, the clutch together. <laughs> P, P, I've still got that other mixer as a backup mixer. Oh, but yeah. God, I don't ever want to have to use that again. But thank you once again for tuning in to episode three of Bad Parenting Podcast. My name is Justin. I'm Jody. And we hope you guys have a wonderful week. Bye. It's all done now. Here it goes.